22 ER, Chaf Bey's ER, Tzadik, his praise, 340. He said, As yet the world has not had the least taste of me. If they were to hear just one of my lessons together with its proper melody and dance, they would pass into a state of total surrender. I mean the whole world, even the animals and plants. Everything which exists would be nullified. Their very souls would expire from the overwhelming delight they would have. If you want to understand this, think of the power of music and dance. Someone who really knows music can play melodies which stem from the very essence of music, melodies that have the power to draw the very soul of the listener after their every nuance. The listener becomes totally subordinate to the melody. He surrenders himself to the drawing power of the music. The melody breaks through to him, arouses him, and draws him in its train. This is even more so in the case of dance. Someone who really knows how to dance can dance in such a way that his body expresses every subtle shade of the music he's dancing to. Every limb of his body has to move in accordance with the music. There are times when the music may call for a movement of the head, the legs, or the arms, etc. Or it may call for the dancer to bend down and swerve. The movements of the body have to be in perfect harmony with the music. Now let us go a stage further and think of a melody with words. In a perfect song, the words of the song are bound up with the melody in every single detail. The song expresses in words exactly the same as the music expresses through the beauty of the melody. Now add the element of dance. The dance expresses in terms of bodily movement what the words and music express in their terms. Everything works in harmony. When the words, the melody, and the dance are all related to each other and woven together in a perfect unity, anyone who is worthy of experiencing them will be so overwhelmed by delight, his soul will literally expire and he will fall into a state of total surrender. This is the greatest of all pleasures. Anyone who has not tasted this knows nothing of pleasure. Happy is the eye that sees this, because even in the next world, not everyone will be worthy of hearing and seeing this. For only those who labor on the eve of Shabbat will Rabbi eat Nachman's on wisdom. His wisdom, 141. These psalms have been published numerous times. However, in the first edition of Sipuri Masiot, because of a printing error, another psalm was erroneously substituted for Psalm 137. This error spread to a number of other published works. The ten psalms should be recited in the order that they appear in the scriptures. The Rebbe also said, This is the Tikkun Haklali, the general remedy. There is a specific remedy for each sin, but this is the general remedy. Go out and spread the teaching of the ten psalms to all men. It may seem like an easy thing to say ten psalms, but it will actually be very difficult in practice. Owing to our many sins, the Rebbe's last words literally came true. Because of much opposition, most of the world has been prevented from using this remedy. But the Rebbe had already predicted this. We have done our part to teach this remedy to all who wish to find the remedy. Let every man do as he sees fit. Listen if you want to, or ignore it if you will. Our own souls we have saved. Ezekiel 3.19 The author of Tikkun Shabbat attributes these ten psalms to a work called Asar Hilulim. This is an error. In Tikkun Moed, they are explicitly attributed to our master Rabbi Nachman of blessed memory. Many other authors also attribute these ten psalms to the Rebbe. If you carefully examine all the works that refer to the ten psalms without mentioning the Rebbe's name, 
you will find that they were all published after his death on Sukkot 5571. Perhaps some authors attributed the Ten Psalms to another source because of the great opposition that the Rebbe suffered. They may have wanted the greatest possible number of people to be able to use the, to use the remedy and therefore took advantage of the Talmudic dictum, it is permissible to alter the truth for the sake of peace. Yevamot 65b This is especially true in the case of something as important as this remedy. But we have already mentioned that this is an absolutely new remedy and was never revealed since the beginning of time. Say these ten psalms in the name of the Rebbe so that his lips should murmur them, Sanhedrin 90b, which is something all tzaddikim desire. This is what motivated me to disclose all this. May the Rebbe's merit stand up for us. May he rectify all our sins and suffering and save us. Amen. May it be God's will. A holy book. B. 1. When a person who is capable of authoring some holy work refrains from doing so, it is as if he remains childless. 2. Those who author holy works should carefully weigh the contents of their work to see that there is sufficient material for a book. For the value of any book comes only from those parts that were written through a binding of souls, as in, this is the book of the lineage of man, Genesis 5.1. If but a minimum of the book was written through such binding, it is not worthy of publication. 3. Those with insight are able to determine by looking into a holy book whether its original Torah teachings are solely the insights of the author, or they already existed, having been originated by another, but were insufficient for forming an entire work. If it is the latter, then the original ideas were revealed to this author so that he might bring them into print. Yet the truth is that he did not work for these insights, which came to him easily because someone else had already labored over them and brought them to light. 1. Lesson number 98. 1. A person does not see how far-reaching the damage wrought by his sins actually is. But the tzaddik has the eyes of God. As it is written, the eyes of God are to the tzaddikim. Psalms 34.16 And he sees the extent of the damage caused by a person's sins. Thus, when the tzaddik wants to punish someone, he gives that person his eyes, so that that person too may see the true extent of the damage caused by his sins. Since until then, this knowledge was hidden from him. And there is no greater punishment than for a person to see the damage he has done. Lesson number 99 1. A person must always fortify himself in his prayers. Whether he is able to pray with attachment to God and sincere feeling, or whether he is unable to pray with attachment and sincere feeling, and his prayers do not come forth fluently from his mouth, God forbid. In the second case, he should still fortify himself to pray with all of his might and concentration. This is because at the time that he is able to pray with attachment and sincere feeling, and his prayers do come forth fluidly, as they should, then all of his other prayers will ascend on high together with that prayer which he prayed properly. Lesson number 100. 1. The tzaddik who has attained great illumination from the light of the Torah, and whose deeds are at least commensurate with his level of perception of Torah, his righteousness and his Torah understanding then settle together in him in peace and tranquility, and consequently, he comports himself amicably with other people. But the tzaddik who has attained the level of Torah wisdom and illumination that is disproportionately great as compared to his deeds, in him the holy fire of the Torah then burns, 
and it is impossible for him to comport himself amicably with other people or to mix comfortably with them the way the first tzaddik Rabbi Nachman stories, the master of prayer. Meanwhile, the people of the land of wealth became even more devout in their practices and modes of worship. The deadline that the mighty warrior had set was coming closer and closer, and they were extremely frightened. They performed their services, offered sacrifice, incense, and prayers, worshipping their gods. They agreed among themselves that they had no other choice but to carry out their original plan and send to the land of extraordinary wealth, where they considered all the people gods. Since all these people were gods, they would certainly be able to help them. They sent emissaries to that land. On the way, the emissaries got lost. As they traveled, they encountered a stranger walking with a staff. The staff was worth more than all of their gods' wealth. It contained precious stones that were worth more than the wealth of all their gods, both in their homeland and the gods to whom they were going. This staff was worth more than the wealth of all of them. The stranger was also wearing a hat set with precious stones that was also worth an enormous amount. The emissaries immediately fell before him, bowing and prostrating themselves. This stranger had such extraordinary wealth that in their opinion he could be the god over all their gods. Actually, the stranger that they met was the treasurer of the Master of Prayer's king. Do you find this surprising? remarked the stranger. Come with me. I will show you real wealth. Year 1. Letter number 165. Now, my son, my heart and my soul, and all our dear comrades, attend closely to everything we have talked about, because God has supplied us with the treatment before the blow, in the form of the gems of wisdom, the holy words that you have heard from me and from the holy books. They have the power to inspire every single one of you, even now. We see that the reawakening of this machloket has also reawakened most of our comrades, they are all saying that our opponents, through the machloket, have roused them from their slumber. My sons, do not be sad or angry. God is with us. Do not be afraid of them. As for his question about whether or not to pray in the cloys, I have told the carrier of this letter to pass on that I incline towards your not going there this Shabbat, and I think it might be best for you to choose a new place to pray in town where our comrades pray. I have spoken more about this with the carrier of this letter. Chatzot, midnight, has arrived, and it is Erev Shabbat. Besides, as you can understand for yourself, I have a lot to talk over and get straight between me and my Creator. Maybe I will be able to express myself fluently to Him and really pray that He take pity on our disgrace. So I must keep it short. You are receiving a copy of the letter that I prepared to the Rav this morning before dawn. See letter number 164 above. There, too, you will see the wonders of God, how he put the idea in my mind today to write that letter. Advise me as to how you think I should proceed with it. You will hear more from the carrier of this letter. The words of your father, so persecuted, who flees every time to God. He strengthens me in his great mercy and saves me with joy. It is in him that my heart rejoices. Renaissance letter, year two. Letter number 403, with thanks to God, Monday, Vayishlach, 5603, Uman. My dear beloved son, behold God's wonders. Yesterday I wrote you a letter which I sent with her Itzik Yoel from Breslov, to the effect that I intended to return home for this coming Shabbat Hanukkah. Then suddenly in the evening the carrier of this letter, our friend Reb Nachman, may his light shine, 
came with my son's son-in-law, Rab Avram Leib, may he live. They brought me a letter and a carriage with which to travel to Cherin, and they told me of the enormous desire and great yearning there to have me come. I was thus compelled to travel there, since I saw and understood that this thing was from God, and it is wondrous indeed. This was particularly so since the Pidyon Haben, redemption of the firstborn of my great-grandson, the son of my son's son-in-law, the aforementioner of Avraham, is due to take place on Friday, Erev Shabbat. May God help me arrive there by Friday morning so that I will merit with his compassion to be present at the Pidyon Haben celebration of my great-grandson, may he live. What can I give back to God for all the kindness he has bestowed upon me? I am extremely busy and rushed right now, preparing to set out, and it is impossible to continue at all. I only ask you, my dear son, not to be distressed about this at all. It is certainly for the good of all of us. Just strengthen yourself determinedly. I already wrote you some inspiring words in the letter that I sent with the post on Tuesday, the week of Torah reading Vayetze, but judging from the letter I received yesterday, you have not yet received it. I am sure that by now you have received it. The words of your father, praying for you and waiting for salvation. Rabbi Yehuda ben Shalom, Rabbi Yudan Breder of Yudan, Rabbi Yehuda ben Tsuruya, Rabbi Yehuda Mehagrunya, Yehuda bar Matitya, Rabbi Yehuda ben Lakrach, Rabbi Yehuda Misura, Rabbi Yehuda bar Kaza, Rabbi Yudan Breder of Yichama de Kfar Tchumin, Rabbi Yehuda Ish Kfar Gvorta, or some say Gibor Chayel, Rabbi Yehuda bar Yitzchak, Rabbi Yehuda bar Torta, Rabbi Yehuda bar Menashe, Rabbi Yehuda bar Rabbi Elazar, Yehuda ben Yaakov mi Beit Kuvrin, Rabbi Yudan de Kfar Emi, Rabbi Yehuda ben Gamda ish Kfar Ako, Rabbi Yehuda bar Ma'aravi, Rabbi Yehuda ben Buni, Rabbi Yehuda bar Bun, Rabbi Yehuda de Sechnin, Rabbi Yudan bar Shakli, Rabbi Yudan ben Tarfon, Rabbi Yudan Kapudkia, Rabbi Yudan ish Tzaydin, Rabbi Yudan bar Chalafia, Rabbi Yudan bar Pila, Rabbi Yudan Galiaya, Rabbi Yudan Maria, Rabbi Yudan Magdalaya, Rabbi Yudan de Min Galila, Rabbi Yudan bar Aibu, Rabbi Yudan Avui de Rabbi Matanya, Rabbi Yudan bar Nechemia, Rabbi Yudan, Rabbi Yehoshua ben Parachia, Rabbi Yehoshua ben Beteira, Rabbi Yehoshua Stam ben Chanania, Rabbi Yehoshua bar Mamal, Rabbi Yehoshua ben Hurkunus, Rabbi Yehoshua ben Patar Rosh, Rabbi Yehoshua ben Gamla, Rabbi Yehoshua ben Matya, Rabbi Yehoshua ben Dama, Rabbi Yehoshua ben Kapusai, Rabbi Yehoshua Hagarsi, Rabbi Yehoshua ben Ziruz ben Chamiv shel Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yehoshua bar Akiva, Rabbi Yehoshua ben Karcha, Rabbi Yehoshua ben Levi, Rabbi Yehoshua ben Levi ben Rabbi Shalom, Rabbi Yehoshua Hadromi, Rabbi Yehoshua ben Elisha, Rabbi Yehoshua ben Yair, Rabbi Yehoshua two prayer number one the Kuti Moharan two one. In your vast compassion, save us by rectifying and purifying our blood. May we subdue the blood in the left hollow of the heart. Help us purify and cleanse our heart from the blemish of the poisonous contamination of the blood that is within us since infancy, because of the contaminated bad milk that we nursed at that time. This contaminated milk strengthens the heat of the lust for sexual relations, heaven forbid. Please, Hashem, Purify us so that we will rectify and purify all of this quickly until we will break the lust for sexual relations entirely. May we merit true holiness of the covenant. Have compassion on us and on our youngsters and babies and on all the children of your nation, the house of Israel. In your vast compassion, see to it 
that all our children have worthy nursemaids whose milk is pure and worthy. Guard and rescue all our children so that they will not nurse from shameless women whose milk is impure, so that they will not draw the venom of the lust for sexual relations into themselves, heaven forbid. In truth, we do not have the knowledge to guard our children from this. In your compassion, guard our children so that they will not nurse from milk that is not good and pure. Help us and our children always, so that all of us, we and our children, will truly guard the Holy Covenant and rectify and purify ourselves from these three traits that we have mentioned before you. In this way, may we preserve the complete fear of God in our hearts. May we soon see Jerusalem rebuilt, where we will serve you as in ancient days, fearing you always and fearing the honored and awesome name of Hashem our God. Fear and Thanks May we serve you in awe and fear and thank your name always until as a result of the the complete fear in our hearts we will create an angel that will pour prophecy into the instruments of prophecy and prophecy will be drawn down into the world so that the verse will be realized your sons and daughters will prophesy. Avoiding official positions. Guard us and rescue us from desiring any official position whatsoever whether great or small. Do not make us responsible for any public needs. May we just serve you in truth, in fear and in love, with wholehearted simplicity, for your sake and name only, without any ulterior motives or foreign thoughts. May we flee from honor and official positions and remove ourselves as far as possible from official positions. You who are filled with compassion, have compassion on us. Have pity and mercy in our days and our years. Send the goodness that comes from your true good. Help us pray wholeheartedly. Prayers from the heart. May we recite all our prayers before you with all our heart and soul. May we never disdain prayer which stands at the height of the world. May our prayer never be routine, but always a plea for for compassion. And may our prayers never appear to us as a burden, heaven forbid. In your vast compassion, help us strengthen, encourage, and fortify ourselves in every way, to pray to you with all our heart, truly and properly. Our Father in heaven, you know how hard it is for us to open our mouths to pray. Our prayers are very flawed. In your great compassion, have pity on us. Help us redeem our prayers from the great and bitter exile that has befallen us now because of our many sins. Have pity and mercy. Have pity and compassion. Have pity and save us quickly for the sake of your name alone for your sake and not for our sake. Open the mouth of a mute person such as I. God, open my lips and my mouth will speak your praise. Prepare my heart. Listen to me. You are filled with compassion. You are in the midst of the praises of Israel. Help us so that our prayers will always be smooth in our mouths. May the verse be realized. He creates the speech of the lips. Peace, peace to the near and to the the far, says Hashem, and I will heal him. Healing with bread and water. May the power of our prayer subdue, overcome, break, and nullify all the natural remedies of the doctors. May the truth be revealed that no doctor in the world knows how to cure any disease. Rather, all remedies come about only due to the word of Hashem, by means of the prayers, requests, and pleas of the tzaddikim, the masters of prayer, who pray for the Jewish people and appease you and draw remedies into the world. 
all the medicinal herbs and drugs and all the stars and constellations appointed over them receive their power from the angels over them, and those angels receive their power from higher angels, and all of them receive and borrow from one another, one from the other, higher and higher. They all receive power from the great lender, the master of prayer, who attains the word of Hashem, which is the root of all creation from beginning to end. As the verse states, By the word of Hashem were the heavens made, and by the breath of His mouth all of their host. Therefore, it is only possible to draw remedies into the world by means of prayer and pleading. Help us know this in utter truth and with complete faith. In your vast compassion, help us draw down and receive all remedies for ourselves and for your entire nation, the Jewish people, by means of the word of Hashem in prayer alone. Help us and save us, so that we will draw down all the power of all the remedies into everything in the world, into bread and water, and into everything that you bring us to eat and drink. However matters may be, may the power and effect of all herbs and drug, drugs be drawn into us until we will experience a complete remedy at every moment that we need it by means of bread and water alone. May the verse be realized in us, I will bless your bread and your water, and I will remove illness from your midst. In your compassion, heal all of our 248 limbs and 365 sinews completely in body and soul. You alone know all of our pains and diseases, those that are revealed to us and those that are hidden from us.